Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Gophers playing in the Frozen Four, Minnesota Wild playing for playoff positioning. Let's tackle both. Joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. The one and only Tom Chorsky, one of our frequent contributors because he's really good at what he brings to the table. Tom, thank you for joining us. Absolutely, Maxie. Uh, how are we tonight? We're doing pretty good. I mean, the eve of a big game in the Frozen Four, the Twins' home opener delayed by a day, but it's still coming. It's uh, There's a lot of fun stuff in this town right now. You know, the Wild in it, the Timberwolves in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's, we just got to get the weather right, and we'll be really good. <laughs> yeah, good. You handle that. <laughs> we can play pond hockey outdoors again here. Uh, we just had Matt Kowalska, and he was in Boston with Steve Urban. They were touring the town, as they say, in the uh, in the old city. Uh, how, what was the furthest you went as a gopher? Uh, I played in the Frozen Four all three years I was there, and I lost the national championship game in overtime. Two. Harvard. Oh, you were on that team that hit the pipe? Yep. Gosh, I'm getting old. Yep. That was at the old St. Paul Civic Center. Explain what happened. Yeah, well, 1989. Um, well, we we actually play, had to play back-to-back games. Back then, they Harvard played the night before. Then they sat and watched us play Maine. And then we played them on uh, Saturday night. And... Um, an awfully good team, you know, Dave Snuggeru, Todd Richards, Rob Stauber, I mean, just a ton of guys, um, Hankinson, and I played with Bischoff and Miller, and um, but we, you know, it was kind of back and forth and back and forth, and then we got into overtime, and Randy Scarta came down and uh, hit the post from about the top of the circle, right shot from the right side, um, I, and everyone kind of thinks and feels like they picked up the puck and went right back down and scored, but that's not exactly what happened. It felt like that, but there was there was probably you know an, another face off in between there, and for sure there was a face off in our defensive zone, and the puck kind of squirted. There was a bit of a scramble, and one of the Harvard guys just got a hold of it, and he took one step and he kind of backhanded it towards the net, and it was going through some legs and feet and. Stauber uh, kind of went down to try to find it, and as he went down, it went right right between his legs and underneath him, and uh, and that was it. It was just heartbreaking and, and kind of shocking, but uh, they had a pretty good team. They had the Hobie Baker winner uh, that year, Lane McDonald. He was an awfully good player, and then they had a handful of 
handful of kids, you know, that we wouldn't really have known around here, but some of them went on to play pro hockey. So they they were they were they were a good hockey team. Uh, Minnesota State, Mankato, and the Gophers. First of all, what does it mean to have all these good teams in Minnesota? Well, I, I know you're a former Gopher, but you also have an appreciation for to have this many good programs in Minnesota. First of all, Herb Brooks would be smiling, wouldn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I'm I'm proud of it at this point. Um, you know, certainly I know <clears throat> I know Brett Larson uh, up in St. Cloud, uh, Sandlin in Duluth, um, Saratory in Bemidji, and Mike Hastings in, in down in Mankato. I know all those guys a little bit, um, but uh, they and they all do such a great job. They they uh, they make our state proud all the time. All of their teams are, you know, pretty highly ranked um, throughout the throughout their seasons and um yeah the fact that we get down to you know the final eight in the last few years and it looks like we might have you know we'll have at least two minnesota teams representing and sometimes three and kind of blessed with uh riches of some very good very good hockey teams and then you know we probably probably should tip our cap to st thomas uh for coming into uh division one hockey too yeah, that's that's a lot right there. Um, Bob Mosco, since he got the job, of course, this has been the mission and the goal. How has he done as a head coach? Oh, I think he's done. I think he's done great. Um, you know, he pumps some energy back into the program, um, and he, you know, he plays a pretty um, offensive and on your toes style. And I think he's, you know, he's able to bring in some. <clears throat> he's got some good players. <clears throat> Excuse me, I like the makeup of the team with. The veterans like Ben, like Ben Myers, and you know Justin Close has come in and and done a great job in goal. When it looked like you know we were losing this kind of stud goalie, and he comes in and goes fourteen and four, um, few shutouts. In fact, he shut out um, Western Michigan, a really good team, you know, for them to get to the Frozen Four, and and so I think he's got them playing right now about as well as the Gophers could be playing. And he tinkered with lines early, and I think there were some young guys that. Um, were disgruntled a little bit, you know. They wanted to play a little more, but he's he's pulled all the right levers, and and I think that's going to be the key. He's got to keep doing that for a couple more games, and and hopefully this layoff, which is um, always hard to hard to deal with, um, it doesn't doesn't stop their momentum. Minnesota State Mankato, I mentioned Dryden McKay. They got a 17 game win streak. Uh, they've got an older team. Uh, they beat the Gophers last year to go to the Frozen Four. Uh, they're a heavy team. They're a tough team. Uh, handicap that piece of it to me. How difficult is it to play against a team like that? Well, it, it can be difficult, you know, if they stay if they stay really disciplined. And I think it'll be a bit of a chess match. But you know, sometimes those teams will say, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna go and try and hammer their their young guys and their skill guys." And if they get a little too exuberant, you know, and uh, take some penalties, then then the Gophers can respond with some pretty pretty high end talent and uh, on the power play, and I think their power play's been clicking pretty well. And they got some some good guys back there on D and in Faber and Lacombe um, and Johnson. And so you know it, it's going to be it's going to be a chess match. It's really going to be probably try to try to you know keep it close from both ways. No one really wants to get into a, a track. A, you know, a, a track run deal with uh, high scoring, and um, Justin Close is going to have to stand on his head. And I think, you know, a couple, some of these young guys like Pitlick and and Bros are going to have to really rise up and play. And maybe some of the middle tier guys, we need kind of a maybe a 
unexpected hero to, to step up and score a big goal. Let's move over to the Minnesota Wild. They lost last night to uh, uh, Nashville. Nashville was 3-for-3 three three to open their power play. <laughs> that's, pre- that's pretty good. Uh, Johansson gets two ends up with the hat trick, and, and they lose. I don't know that that's a big deal, the 6-2 to two loss, um, because they've been playing pretty well. Uh, you look at the West, and you study it close, and now that's what really this is about, is the playoffs and the playoff matchups. What's the, let's just say, the best avenue for the Wild to get to the Western Conference Finals would be if they played who? Who would they need to draw in those first two rounds, ideally? Yeah, they've got 14 games left. Um, you know, there's going to be a little bit of a focus on them trying to, I think, set the uh, all-time record for most wins yep. um, in the season. And, and they're still and, not going to uh, be anywhere near Colorado, you know? No, right. And Colorado is obviously the juggernaut. Um They've still got a couple games coming up that will really be, um, you know, good test for them. You know, St. Louis uh, will, will be will be a, a good test for them, and and then they got to get through some teams, Dallas. Um, so you know, we see where they where they end up, but um, they're just, you know, I don't know. It, it's such a tight race, and and the the teams in their division are that that they're gonna face are all gonna be are all gonna be pretty good. Um, and I don't know how much there is to home ice advantage. We've talked about that in the past that um, often it, there isn't and it doesn't seem like there's much. But um, the way this team seems to be, you know, able to play, yeah, they kind of they kind of laid an egg in, in Nashville. Um, you mentioned it, the power play got a, got, you know, the, the Nashville power play got out of the gate strong and Minnesota just was chasing it and played from behind the whole night. Empty net goal, six goals makes it sound kind of bad, but uh, they don't seem too rattled about that. They've been playing great. They had ten ten game um, point win streak, streak right? or yeah. ten game point streak, so that was pretty solid. Um, Mark Andre Fleury played well against Washington. You know, I just I think when they get into the playoffs, I think their attitude is just going to be whoever you know whoever we get we get, and and I don't know if we can predict which team would be would be the the easiest one you know but i we'll see in the next 14 14 games what uh what shakes out would you be comfortable with them uh rotating goalies on a game by game basis or do you think you got to settle on one and just the other one's relief um i think i think you i mean you settle on one probably in general or out of the you know kind of out of the shoot uh, into the playoffs um, start with that hot hand, but I think at this point we feel like um, that whoever's backing up is certainly capable and and competent and ready for the big stage and, and can handle it. And then once you get into a series, if if you do switch goalies, um, it starts to become a little bit of a feel thing. But they they can either you know they can end either ride a guy. And then, the, and then if they get through that that first series, they can reevaluate and maybe start the other guy. They they've got they've got kind of different, and they look pretty closely at why why start one guy over another guy. But um, typically, you want to have one guy that's you know the hot hand, and then maybe occasionally if a game gets out of hand, you want to pull him out and and not have him finish the game, so you can start him again the next game if if a game is going to be a loss. Um, so again, it's it's kind of it's kind of game by game when you get to the playoffs when you have a a tandem like Talbot and Mark Andre Mark Andre Fleury, um, both capable. So 
I think, you know, likely see both of them um, at times. Last question, Tom. Explain Dean Everson. You got to know him well as an assistant coach before he was a head coach. Uh, obviously, he's had success uh, since he took over for the Minnesota Wild. I- explain who he is and how he goes about his business. Yeah, you know, I played against him, too. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, didn't know him personally, but, you know, just I can speak to he was a very gritty player. Uh, you know, I guess back you'd say undersized. A but, grinder. Um, grinder but he you know he, he did put up some pretty good numbers for a few years and then as he got a little bit longer into his career he became you know he, he settled into a more of a grinder defensive role penalty killer uh was good in face-offs but you know anytime you get these these guys that um that had a legitimate nhl career and they had a an identity um that included you know being a hard worker but yet you know, was able to score some offense. So he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a complete, uh, a, a complete uh, grinder with no, with no offensive uh, abilities, but, uh, and had a long career, played a lot of games. You know, now he's got some, he's got a little bit of cachet with the players, a little bit of respect. Um, and that's just his persona, right? He, he, I, I think he's a good combination of um, a history of working hard as a player, but, um, he's he certainly seems um, well versed on on today's game. Um, he's got some really skilled players that he lets um, play skill. The last time I was kind of watching their team, you know, a lot of puck possession. They're not just dumping and chasing and and, and always uh, having to retrieve the puck from below the goal line. Um, whether they're in the neutral zone and, and regrouping with the puck, sometimes they start to come up the ice and then they don't like what they see and they go back. Um, I think we see a lot of puck possession and rotation in the offensive zone, and that's why guys like uh, Kaprizov and Zuccarello are, 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 and they have that skill and that uh, chemistry. Um, and then they get some, some, you know, some Felinos and Erickson X and, and guys that can get to the front of the net and, and cause some havoc, and they play pretty gritty. Um, they've added a little bit of toughness in Delorier and and uh, on the on the blue line there. So good little mix of, of players, and I think I think. Um, Coach Everson just having played as long as he played and 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 played in that era, and then he's he's, he's well versed in in this era, and he's he's just got a team of of a good combination of grit and skill, and uh, he's he's kind of he's kind of got it figured out, and he doesn't seem to panic and get down on the guys when they're when they're you know when they do do have kind of an off game and they bounce back and then they go on another run. So hopefully they're. They uh, learn from Nashville and and regroup a little bit. Sometimes you got to go through a loss to kind of you hit the reset button and and figure out what you got to do and what you did wrong. And and um, now they can probably go down this stretch here, win their fair share of games, and maybe hit that that milestone, which will pump a little more energy into them. And and likely, I think what we see is them going into the playoffs with a lot of momentum. Tom, always appreciate it, sir. We'll we'll access you again soon, but thank you so much for giving us some time. Yeah, let's talk after the after the Gophers win the Frozen Four here. You got it, Tom Chorsky. Nice enough to join us. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.